of Skillet's World. This is episode, where are we now? Episode, I think it's 14? Could this be? I've got a special guest coming on later. We've got DJ Ace, my brother. Um, we'll be talking everything about him and his career, his legendary DJ career. Um, right now you're listening to the sounds of Ari Lennox, BMO. I had Buster Rhymes earlier with Wooha and uh, Glant McDonald, which is the original uh, sample, the tune called Space. It was Disney 23 Expo last night, and uh, big up Hallie from Chloe and Hallie. She's going to be playing the new Ariel character in uh, Little Mermaid. Round of applause for Black Excellence! Sam's going to play one of her songs now. Do it. Uh, shout out to Hallie to be the new Ariel and Little Mermaid. That's, I'm loving us uh, changing stereotypes and 
defining all stuff. I don't know where I'm going with this. But listen, I got my, I got my special guest in the building. It's DJ Ace. BBC One Extra's own DJ Ace, the legendary DJ Ace. And big up to What's my co host Dominique and Ems for always being part of the show every week. Thank you. Hey, thank you for joining us, man. Oh, big up for having me, man. Can you hear? Can you hear yourself in the mic? Um, okay. Yes, I was blessed. You know, I know you. You know, you're the professional. No, I'm good. <laughs> so, you know, gotta make sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine. Right, I'm good. Um, thank you for joining me, man. Today, brother. Me and you just came back from Cardiff a few a few days ago. Yeah. When did we come? Yeah, it was there this time last week, right? This time last yeah. week we were in Cardiff. We had such a good time. We did. Always it's always good being on the road with you, brother. We always have great, great, great memories. Yeah. Um, Skillet is just that. Sorry, did I call you Ryan on this? You call me Skillet. Skillet. Call me okay, Skillet. Yeah, yeah, Skillet is the best person to be. Because you know you got friends, yeah, that when they're drunk, you just, your arts can't be around that person when I'm drunk. Yeah, true. I, I love to be around you when you're under the influence. It's just too much fun. Way too much we fun. We have, we have, yeah, we've got some good, some good times, man, under our belt, man. But, um, let's talk about yourself, man. Let's talk about DJ Ace. Who are you for those who don't know? Uh, DJ, uh, broadcaster, podcaster, dad. Yep. Loads of stuff. Yeah, um, you, you yeah. got fingers and pies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. there you go. Uh, been at BBC Radio One X just since his birth. We just celebrated 20 years in August. Um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's been riding the road of, of broadcasting. Ups and, and downs. Let's talk about your origin. Where, where, where did you grow up? Where was, what's the ends you're from? South London. South, yeah, South I mean, by. I was born in East, East Dulwich Hospital, mate. So you're um, born in East Dulwich? East Dulwich Hospital. Grew up in Fulton East. Okay. Um, and yeah, I came up here for a little while. I was in, in, in Islam for a little bit and yes, uh, you now are. I'm back in the ends, back okay. in the south, yeah. And you, and you prefer that, right? You prefer I, it's this home, innit? It's where I grew up. It's where all my people are. My I feel family. like you can walk outside with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's how comfortable you feel. Do you know what? It's so interesting is I find myself doing uh, things not like that. I don't w- walk out topless or anything, but I'll go to the shopping socks and sliders or like go yeah. and do the school running socks and sliders. Yeah, yeah. It's going I think that's what happens when you become a dad. Yeah, you kind of don't care. <laughs> you don't anymore. care anymore. Yeah, you just don't care. My dad you. doesn't care. No. <laughs> we love your dad. Yeah, but if you ever met my dad, he does not care. We do the school running uh, <laughs> church shoes and tracksuit bottoms, yeah. bareface, not yeah. caring. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, so growing up in South, you always have a love and passion for music. Was that something that was always in your family? Yeah. Um, from, well, I'm my only child as well. It's just me and my mum in the house. Okay. So you spend a lot of time in your room. Yeah, I mean, on the, listening to the radio. So radio was always like a, a super passion. Uh, started rapping a little bit. Like, I know. Like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk like, about that. Like most people do. So I mean, always into music. And then like, uh, cause I was, just, I was a lover of telly. Like you get the, you get the, I was one of the early kids with the cable box. You know sure. what I mean? So, the box and your MTV raps was just yeah. my ting all the time, just constantly on that. And as well as I would like, cause like Westwood would come on. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that name. You can but say anything. Right? <laughs> I've said it now. Yeah. That would come on like quite late. It would be like nine o'clock on a Friday night or wherever time slot you would have. And I would always have the longest, you know, you could just get them TD. So I'm going old school here, but the TDK tapes that would, yeah. have, that would yeah. hold like four hours. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I would be the one that would record it, go to sleep. And then the whole week I'll be just listening to that tape over and over and over again, listening of the new tunes and obviously TV as well and that's just like how I began my birth and, and my love for music and I also had a cousin that was uh, was in the sound system right? Okay. and uh, he used to like I used to carry the records and I was always big for my age so they right. I would be, I was able to get into the into the house parties with them and not look like out of place Sure. and I used to just watch him DJ and just see him controlling a crowd and I just wanted to do that and he taught me and now I'm here we're gonna uh, just I'm gonna quick 
quick, you know, go off subject a bit. So for the, the cameras that's pointing out, oh, my right, boy, cameras. yeah, there's cameras everywhere. Mm. And my boy Daniel Kudu, who my, my childhood friend, is hiding behind this screen here. So anyone speaking, who is this it's like mysterious figure? Introduce uh, yourself, man. Introduce <laughs> <laughs> yourself, Daniel, man. Yeah, this is Daniel, Skillet's friend. <laughs> 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 this is my brother Daniel here, man. Daniel, you're Ghanaian heritage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're half Ghanaian. I'm half Ghanaian, yeah. And your other half is from Saint Lucia, Lucia. Yeah. which we remember. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go carnival, yeah, you rep both both countries. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rep me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I mean, I know this is this has been the conversation about Afrobeats versus carnival has been quite mm. interesting. And I didn't. Really, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I man? didn't really see that. Afrobeats dominated carnival. In my opinion, it, it doesn't. I didn't. No, see, I didn't. You, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it depends where you are. So it depends who's playing 100%. and what. And so on our flow and where our, our chart, mm-hmm. they'll play mostly soca. Yeah. But then you've got a thing now where people aren't understanding the heritage of carnival, and it's more about. Like, but that's always been. Link- but that's always been there before Afrobeats. That's but you that's could argue. That's, you could argue that's, that's the been point. There with, it's not Afrobeats specifically. That's not the argument. Mm. Okay, the thing okay. Is, okay. The it's just thing, this year's Afrobeats is what you're saying. No, I don't think. You're just saying is. in general. In general, actually. So because, why is the argument okay. Afrobeats versus Carnival? Because people made it that. Right. Because the thing is, it's Carnival. And it's a representation of Caribbean culture. Yeah. And you're mm. supposed to have like a soca monarch. You're supposed to be upholding some of the traditions and the ways of the people. And soca and calypso is the music of that that experience it can, is can I say something that's, as you as a carnival because I can feel the carnival passion kind of yeah. carnival <laughs> like I, I feel like, like carnival that. means different things to different people and I know it's unfortunate that it it, there's the heritage of it but can't, again carnival to me as somebody that grew up half Ghanaian half St. Lucian mm. is just a celebration of black people getting together and just vibing yeah. and, and that does and I don't really not that I, obviously I respect the culture no, and where it comes from but it doesn't really mean that to me so yeah. I've, I've grown up where every year at Carnival, the biggest record, the biggest black music record of the year was the biggest tune at Carnival. So this year you heard Last Last Everywhere is obviously not a soca yeah, record. Yeah, and then that's, that's... I remember when like General Levy Wicked was like the biggest, the biggest like, Carnival, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, and it goes like that. I remember for me, born and raised here, remember, so yeah. I still have a British experience of like right. being a Caribbean person. And my association with Carnival is like an emotional, right. like it's, it's, Carnival is Mars, which is like where our people came from and the struggle and everything. So like you said, it means different things yeah, to different people. Definitely. Whereas I'm having that conversation with people where they're going to Carney. I'm yeah, going yeah, to yeah. Carnival. <laughs> I'm going to Vaval. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to Carney. I'm going Carney. See you there. And so they, they want to hear drill and they want to hear that. And then you're seeing the I thing. I don't want to hear drill Carnival. Yeah. But that's yeah. what some of them are yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm not going to make it... Um, I hate that African versus Caribbean. Like, where do we all come from? Like, yeah, you are straight, okay. Yeah. Like, we're all African. Yeah. Straight. Yeah, mm. but it's like you still have to rep. You still have to understand and respect where it comes what, from. Yeah, the history. and it's a, it's an, it's what our people went through mm-hmm. as well. And it's not to call it a street party. And I'm not saying that's what you said. Mm. It kind of diminishes what our people went through back home and even like here when Carnival was forming and some of the things they went through right. to actually get Carnival on the streets mm-hmm. which is why I'm going to sound so passionate because I think we should be so proud I just and think a I lot of people don't even know like the, the young like, generation have no, probably have no idea what no, you're talking yeah. about and they're just like yeah, I want to go rampage I want to go see do you know what I'm saying so it's and like, you know what and then it comes to a point I can't even always just cuss you out sometimes maybe I've got to educate mm, as well yeah. I've got to come with that tack I'll cuss you out in my head yeah. But really and truly, I'm like, but if you don't know, if no one's told you... I guarantee you, 70% of people don't know about the origins of Carnival. Yeah. Like, they don't know. They, you know what I mean? It's probably more, and I agree it? with you, and I think that's why I have some of the conversations that I do. 
but it's still it's still awesome to see people enjoy it because it's of like course. you know what I'm saying even if you don't necessarily know like mm-hmm. I always just as soon as I get to a carnival and I see black people smiling having a good time you see you just it just feels great even yeah, though of course. you don't necessarily I know where it. it comes from yeah and I've I've done the other side of it where I've been a spectator but more so I've been like a masquerade or somebody that takes part always mm. but then I'm thinking of like as much as you guys know me, you know that I love every genre of music. But when it comes to soca, we just had Marshall Montano sell, sell out the Barclays Center. Yeah, this is yeah, a big thing. We don't. Is it DSP or DPS? What is it when you've got like your actual? Um, I'm, go, I'm trying to articulate it properly, but you know, like soca isn't a genre in itself mm. on many platforms. That you okay. still sold out the Barclays Center. Yeah, for sure. He's oh, big, you can't soca on. It will come out, sometimes you're gonna find it under Afro beats and sometimes under, yeah, or reggae. That's, but yeah, and so you're an artist from St. Lucia, Trinidad, Antigua, and you've got one of the biggest songs that's going globally. I want to hear you on the road. When people hear Soka that haven't been exposed to it, or Calypso, but let's say Soka, they like it. Generally, they like it, but if you're not giving them the opportunity to hear it, you're kind of limiting the artists and where mm. they can go and progress. Let me not hijack your show anymore. No, it's not a problem. I, no, I appreciate, I appreciate the passion. And I, love, but I, love, I love it. I love, I love it. And I think we've got so much talent. I want to like just make sure people hear. Like one of the biggest songs. Remember, my island has four people on it, and one of the biggest songs <laughs> in the Caribbean. No, one of the biggest songs at Carnival was a Dom. <laughs> it's got seventy-two thousand people in Dominica, but the biggest song at Carnival was a Dominican one and that artist is killing it that's dope yeah. Suki Burn Brain listen man big our Caribbean people big about African people we're all one we are and we got to celebrate one all people. cultures of black music as long as it's black music I mean I'm, I'm definitely agree with what you're saying Emma. like obviously people need to know the education of because I'm a Trinidadian isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah but I had you had to understand me growing up I've had to have people think Carnival was Jamaican yeah, it's mad. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? But there's it's a Trinity. Some people listening right now are like, what? what Arsenal, yeah. no disrespect to your club, yeah. but Arsenal, instead of, instead of doing it for Jamaican independence, is what they should have done, marketing. <laughs> they did yeah, yeah, carnival yeah. kits yeah. in Jamaican colours. Yeah. And then they tried to reword the, the market. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, but this is what I mean. I'm used to this. Yeah, like, he was rocking it. That's a Trinity! I can't lie, though. Tops were banging, though. Tops were sick. But it should have been a Trinity version. You know what I mean? I was going to say, I think it's up to everybody else as well like people like you people like you who you've got that knowledge yeah and you've got that power and you've got a voice to kind of over those 12 months there are 11 months prior mm. implant it so it's normal because yeah. yeah. now well, now afrobeats is more normal and yeah. acceptable 10 years ago it, it wasn't really and so african culture wasn't as accepted do you know yeah. what I mean? and i feel like as people kind of implant yeah that kind of soca music and your culture more people people start to understand it. Music is such a big thing of letting people understand the culture. Absolutely. So, so I think beautiful. if it's implemented more normally maybe into nights yeah, that yeah, people yeah. have on radio. I, I definitely need yeah. more education. I've made so many like soca faux pas, not loads, but like, <laughs> like no, not in a, because again, I'm not, I like it, but I don't, I'm not necessarily like yeah. ingrained in the culture. So like a, so, an, a soca artist might send me a record and I'll be like, oh yeah, man, we're good. I play it around carnival. And they'll be like, what is soca just for carnival? Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like, do you know what I mean? Like mm. we, even on radio, you don't hear soca on the radio mm. until August mm. drops. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, you might hear a little bit. So it's, yeah, we need to, it needs to be in a normal, you need to hear it Christmas, yeah. you need to in a winter, you need to just, it needs to be more like. And I had my show here previously and I have my podcast just to cheekily get that in. Mm. But <laughs> what is the name of your podcast? It's called the Dominique M Show. Absolutely. Um, but i want to do that as much as i like every genre of music i think it shouldn't just be seasonal Mm. like 
if you're only hearing it at a carnival, you're not going to think of it at a normal party. Mm-hmm. And Caribbean it's conditioning, though, as well. Of course. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you hear soccer, you're going to say, yeah, carnival. And you're like, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. that's not going to sound weird. I think that's partly the November. industry as well, though. I think yeah. if you look at the industry and like how it kind of works, some artists, they have like all of this body of work, but they might not release it until it's like carnival time, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying that's what everybody does, but obviously, if you do that, then we're. Yes. And then you had the thing post pandemic as well, where you had like a like a obviously people were like making their music, but then you had a sudden release. You had all this great music, all just kind of like getting buried because it's just too much. That's what happens, man. Hey, so when did you start? Doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I had no idea I was coming to Soka Time. Soka Time, to Soka Time, let's get it, world. Presented I, by Dominic and Em. <laughs> on iLive UK. Everything Soka. I was making jokes soon. I was, I, I, was, I was end this Soka conversation with this joke. Me and my boy, shout out to Jaunty. Me and we were making jokes, and no disrespect to you. Your station. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But we were doing this whole thing about. <laughs> you hit me off mic, bro. We're not being funny, bro. We'll be doing BBC One Extra presents 20 years of soccer. And we're like, classics such as Little Man. <laughs> 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 that is carnival to me. I'm not going to lie. What about this classic Go straight on. from Trinidad to Tobago? I want to rave to that. I want to rave to that carnival. Yes, I do. I don't care. Leave me alone. <laughs> and the epic soca legendary song the number one hit I'll give you flowers <laughs> but yeah. anyway let's, let's, let's move on you can't even say hey. that oh, that's, that's, that's the British part isn't it? I'm <laughs> laughing because it's so true what was your first ever DJ gig do you remember that oh my goodness um, yeah it was an uh, under 80s gig <laughs> and um, it was uh, it was incredible and I would have been about, about 16 at the time, so I wasn't driving, and it's vinyls. Whoa. So, me and the man on the bus with the vinyls. Sick. Yeah, so... Grinding, um, man. And then, yeah. And it was me, it was like the whole night, so I had to bring all of the sections, the That's R&B, the, the UK, yeah, it was like, it was a lot. So, yeah, I probably got paid. So, what well, the funniest thing was, it finished so late that I couldn't get the bus back, <laughs> so I spent what I got paid on my taxi. My, see that's that's I hate see see back then when you're first coming up, you ain't really making money. Like they be like, yeah, you get paid this much. You know how many times I've had to do that as well, bro? Oh my god! Like the amount of time, oh, I'm getting paid this much, and you realize all that money's going on a fair home, food. Is this gone? And it's, it was painful because you've already spent it in your head. Like, yeah. you know what, what yeah. that money is going to be for. It's mad. But it's but, yeah. worth the sacrifices, right? Oh, of course. Look, look, look what he's got in you. Of course. So, so okay, okay, so you vividly remember that. You're doing your thing. You're DJing. When was the moment where you were called up to become... Cause did, were you in one extra presenter before you did the Ill Out show with Fizz? Uh, no, yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So you were called up. When, so how did... You, how did that happen? When did they know? How did they notice you for you to get the one extra gig? Uh, so uh, the one extra or the channel you gig? So channel you was first, wasn't it? No, no one, one extra was first. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah. So how? What? How did? How did they notice you? Oh, okay. How so you were at them circles. So yeah. I mean, do you know what, guys? Go watch the one extra documentary. It came out recently. It kind of tells the story of one extra, but we don't really get into our version. What happened was, um, I went to the Brit School of Performing Arts um, after 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 um, sorry after school. 
Uh, so I went there to do my sixth form years, year, was that year 12 and 13? Mm-hmm. And I went to do a media course there and like, I just instantly fell in love with radio. I would, we had a radio studio in the, in my college. And that's kind of why I wanted to go there as well. Like, we had a radio, a, an entire radio and I used to just spend yeah. lunch times, break times, gym. I was just in there all the time, just mixing and blending and working out how to edit and just, I just fell in love with it. Me and, and then me and Viz, I met at school. He was okay. in Brit school as well. You, were, you both went Brit school. Yeah, yeah we both yeah, went Brit yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of, which is interesting because he was kind of doing more like the, the TV stuff back then, which is what he's doing now, now which is yeah. interesting. Um, but we had this, we had this radio show that used to come on at lunchtime called The Heavy Half Hour. Okay. So while everybody was in the canteen eating, we would broadcast to the, to the school and we were like shouting out girls, yo, big up to you. you know what I mean? It was dope, man. Very you know, smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very oh, smart. What, That's very smart. What she was wearing today. So then like, so then school was over and it was just like, okay, what do we do now? I wasn't quite sure. I was like, I went to uni for like three months. I was like, okay, let me go try this uni thing. Wasn't for me. Um, it was the first time I was ever away from home. I had a racist experience. I was like, yo, let me go back to London. Yeah. Uh, went back, came back to London and um, I got offered like a job, like mentoring like, young kids that wanted to get into radio at the Brit School, which was dope. How so old were you though, babe? Sorry? How old were you in Like that? 19, 19 at the time. Proper young. Yeah, proper young. And then like during that time, we heard about this this station that they were launching it at the time it was called network x and i wasn't even there was no thought in my mind to say they were going to let me get on the mic it's the bbc i'm 19 years old absolutely no way but they were they were looking for jobs people there was like production staff and i was like yo this is all stuff i've learned at college i can do this filled out the form filled out the form didn't get an interview didn't get no interview never got no callback nothing But my friend, a uh, very close friend at the time, Janine, she was working with me at the Brick School. She got a job. She got a job there in production. And she went there and she did her job for a few weeks. She was like, you know, they're still looking for DJs. And at the time, I'd heard about all the DJs they signed. They'd signed Semtex, uh, uh, Roddy P and Skits. They'd signed Heartless. I'm like, come on. Like, we're not going to get on this. She's like, look, they're still looking for this one more show. It was like maybe like three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. So like, let me just try a thing. Cut up some of the bits of the heavy half hour. I mean, Viz gave it to her. They loved it. Amazing. Called us in. It was like, yeah, look, we don't even want to give you that slot. We want to give you daytime. Like, come in during the day. Come on. (laughs) And then, yeah, that was literally how, that's how we got there to this day. And that's literally like, yeah, it's been 20 years of madness. So you've been, you've been, so you got involved in one extra. You've been doing your thing on the radio shows. So when, when, when did that transition into Channel U, the Ill Out show? So, um, yeah. That's when I first heard of you. Yeah. That's when I first, yeah, the Ill Out show. What's interesting is like, so we we were literally we were told on one extra to just go as because we're thinking we're at BBC in it like you gotta come you gotta be straight back and just you know what I mean they're like nah you man go mad do whatever you want to do if you go too nuts we'll pull you back in so we're on air going nuts like cussing each other's mums we like we got budget to hire to hire a clamp we clamped one of our DJ's cars like we did bare mad stuff we just did mad stuff and big up to Hakeem you don't know Hakeem Hakeem Stevens Hakeem Stevens yeah Yeah. big up Hakeem Stevens man he was just like I was just on the phone with him last night he talked for ages But he's my guy. That's my guy. And his, his, his goodbyes are so quick. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. See that? <laughs> Just run. Looks off. Nah, he's a he's a nah, great he's dude. A, he's, he's a great he's dude. He's the guy, man. Yeah. And at the time, he was working at um, East West. I think he was like the head of East West team. He was the man, just running around with all these different artists. He's like, look, we listen to you in the in the office. You lot are so funny. And um, he linked us with his friend, whose name was Charlie, who was just starting Channel U at the time. So I don't. 
I, I, I feel like Charlie's name has been forgotten. Like I know yeah. a lot of people talk about Darren, who was the owner of the channel. Yeah, but, but Charlie, Charlie is the man. Really. Do, do you know Charlie? Yeah, I, I, I don't know him personally, but I don't. I do. People know who don't he is. talk about yeah, this guy enough. Yeah. He was the one that was like, "Look, we need a UK, like a UK underground version of what MTV Base are doing." He was the idea, like, right. and he was like, "Look, we need a TV show." Right. And um, he, <laughs> I actually went into the meeting first, and, and he was like, "Look, have you 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 and Viz are really funny. We've been listening to the office. Have you guys done any TV before?" And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, of course. He's like, look, we're just going to give you like half an hour to do what you want. Have you got an idea? Um, so then I went back to Viz and Viz, Viz had always had this idea and the name, the Ill Out Show. And he was like, he's stuff that we actually used to talk about back in the day when we was like kids on half them. Like, I'd be sick if we had a show. Um, and Viz came up with the whole concept, the idea. Um, and then we had, I, if you see some of the early versions of the Ill Out Show, terrible. Right. What was interesting is well, when we went to like go back and shoot, it was like, yeah, this is the idea. Charlie's like, cool, this is the day you're going to come shoot here. And then Charlie was gone. Never saw him again. I've never seen him to this day. All right. So yeah, we was working with an entirely different team and it was big up to them as well. It was, it was good. And we were all just kind of learning on a job. It wasn't like, we had never done TV before. They had never put out a TV show before. It was so grimy and raw, but we got some of the most amazing content ever that no one... And Absolutely. People will see it again. But Do you still have... Yeah, ownership. Like, you got ownership. We got everything. Because I, I, if I was to dust off my old VHS <laughs> cassette player, mm-hmm. or if I was to somehow adapt those tapes, because I've got, I've got, you know, I've got, lo- like mainly apart from maybe one year out, mm. I've got the whole entire channel you back catalog on tape. Serious? Right, I record like, everything. What are you waiting for? Well, man? the oh thing is, God. I need, to, I need to get a converter. I think I need to get, but it's all in, my, in all of my brother's room in yeah. my mum and dad's house. It's, it's needed, man. And now I might have to look into that, man. But I feel, especially right but now, we have a lot of your stuff. I got a lot of your Illout show stuff. That's yeah, crazy. man. Now, nah, bro, you man, you guys are killing. I used to love your show, man. Like it was amazing before we became family. Yeah, I was a fan. And and I also think like and like not to even like toot my own horn. I feel like that was the beginning of the DIY generation of making TV. I definitely and agree. Content like definitely agree because I feel like after that it was like oh what you can just put out stuff that don't look Absolutely. that good but is Absolutely. interesting. And then people started using YouTube. Well, I feel like pe- people were doing it before you, but I feel you guys made it cool. Okay, I, feel, yeah. I think you've influenced a generation of especially young black children mm. to be like. I'm just gonna do. That's all right. I'm not gonna do it. I'm yeah. just gonna do it. You get right, what I'm right, saying? I right. think where other where where there was stuff before that somehow came on TV, but <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. that was more like again. That's like un, that's not authentic. That yeah. is somebody in an office saying, "Oh, you're black." You that's true. That. But that doesn't that, work. That Whereas we were on Channel U, like yeah. that was where all of the UK underground artists wanted to be. That made it credible in itself. It was the first time you were even seeing some of these artists because yeah. remember that, that was the real grime era where you was just listening to man on tape and yeah. then all of a sudden, oh my God, that's what Bruiser looks like. Oh, yeah. that's what, do you know what I mean? So it was, it was given something that not, not, no one had ever had. It was the first time some of these men had ever been on TV. Sure. So, and had an interview or maybe you knew what they looked like. But you didn't know what their vibe was, or you didn't yeah. know what I'm saying? We went to Crazy Titch's house, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? God, I got chased by his dog. It was like. <laughs> now, you guys were ahead of it. Yeah. So, were, were you guys presenting to Channel U who, who to look out for? Like, because I, I was always fascinated, because when Channel U first formed, it was very much UK hip hop based. Yeah. There was garbage songs they played. And I think that was more Charlie. Charlie was that very was much Charlie. a UK hip hop guy. So you would see the early like 57th Dynasty and Paragon, Paragon and all them and, guys um, were in there. It's them guys from Nottingham. Um, um, uh, Morris Delta, um, Out the Ville. Out the Ville. You see all of that stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but when. And then it started trying to just grind. When grime you know what started I mean? popping, especially 100%. after, after Dizzy won his Mercury. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of fused into grime. 100%. But I was, I was, I was always wondered, did you and Viz tell production like 
these are the guys to look out for. I'm, we're going to go to Chrissy Crazy Titch's house because these guys are the ones that are popping in the streets. Or was, or did they, did, did Charlie know? Or was that, again, Charlie wasn't really involved in election. Okay, so, yeah, it was you and Viz, so it was me and Viz, but we, I'll be honest, we had a sick team at that time. Um, sure. It's mad because it was, again, this is like 15 years ago and I've had a lot of drinks and stuff, but not today, <laughs> but in general, in life. But, but big up to like Carly and, um, Carly and Kate, uh, were like the two producers and Akua, who, who does the British blacklist today. She yeah. worked on the show really closely. Sure. Um, and then Ricky was like in the studio, in the office at Ricky Blue, who now, Ricky Blue. yeah, he was like in the office at the time as well. So it was kind of like a group it's effort. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> yeah. she, she loves it. Right? I think he is though. I think he is. I mean, yeah. After, after, yeah, yes, yeah. same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know me, but I know. Yeah, him. so he was part of like the original management team <laughs> at Channel U as well. So he had involvement as well. And then also, and then also, like it got to a level. So we did, we did sixty episodes of the Loud Show. So after Whoa, the f- first season was us hustling, telling artists, look, no, this will be a great thing. You'll be on Channel U, get an interview. Second season, I think, was probably the greatest season when when we did the crazy titch, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But by the like towards the end of the second season, the label started reaching out saying, oh, can we get your our eyes oh, on your show? That. So we did Fifty Cent. We did like he had, we yeah, we had Tisha Moses in the cold basement singing. We had Ooh. Christina Milian. We had Ciara, as well as having Bruiser and. Fucking terror danger. Jump that's what I love about it. Yeah, so we, 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 we pretend we've never done that. That's what I love about it. Right. It's that you guys got the big artists, but you also were supporting, of still champions, supporting UK artists. Mm, 100%. So yeah, it, it was a, it was a wicked time, man. And yeah, a time I don't think will ever be emulated again, especially now when everybody's making dope content like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I love that everyone's doing it like that now, now, but I just think, yo, that time in itself when it was just so fresh and brand new, Great times, man. I got a fun fact. Go on. So when you were doing your ill out show thing back then, I would have been a young with a snapper. I was like 17, 16, okay. 17 at the mm-hmm. time. Remember Alex Duncan Williams, our, yeah. our brother. Mm-hmm. So one time, Alex and I, we went out for a walk. We went somewhere. We went out around Romford Ends, went for a walk. Yeah. At the time, my hair was braided. Mm-hmm. This hair was braided. <laughs> Alex looks a bit. He doesn't look like you, but he looks a bit like you. <laughs> We were walking down now, and these kids, these kids run up to us, flagging us down. Yeah, hey, what, what, what are you doing? What are you guys? He goes, oh, sorry, we thought you were eighteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay, that's you guys who slightly looked like us, yeah. Yeah. From I, I never, it, it was mad. Like yeah. you have to remember as well. Like right now, again, so many different platforms and outlets, and it was only us that were like, sure. It was sure. we couldn't, you couldn't walk past a school. I couldn't go. Sh- I remember one time I went shopping in Croydon and it was, it was May. I had to leave. Like, and this, it was just, I, I, I love that. No, I didn't. <laughs> like, I love radio. Like, I love this. Like, you can't necessarily, I know now we got cameras. Yeah, you like, a, you but, want a normal life. Yeah, you like I'm a just, normal life. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just normal. Yeah. That's that was, about you. So you're, you're, like, as, as long as I've known you, you've always been very hum- humble. You love to help yeah. others. Yeah, I don't and, mind. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think you really care about fame at all. So, oh, ha- absolutely you know? no way. So, I think I just love what I do and, um, you yeah. you do know you're a legend, right? I hope you do know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. We're giving you flowers today. I'll take, so. I'll take the flowers. I'm okay. <laughs> and I said a fruit behind me like a wedding. And so humble. He's very humble. And I know you. Like we will, most of us will think like R and B pioneer that opened the door for so many people. But you did the, the same for other people in that time too. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I, I amazing. Yeah, I know. Thank you very much. Um, 
before I ask you the next question, I just want to say shout out to Loudmouth Melvin, who was the producer <laughs> behind the 20 it. years oh of guy. BBC One Extra. And one of the best MCs the UK has ever now, seen. 100, thank you for saying that. My brother Loudmouth, one of the best rappers ever. He, you know, he probably wouldn't say that. I'm going to get him on the show at the end of this month. Yes, it's a must. We're, do, we're doing a Loudmouth special September? in this month. End of this month, yeah, okay, September. Cool. September 24th, I think. That's my birthday. And then I'm going to come to yours afterwards. Okay, cool. I'm going to gate crash and we're going to have cake. I don't even know what I'm doing, but fine. We're gonna have, we'll have cake. Okay, cool. Cake will be involved. Cake will be involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, so guys, check that out. The 20 years, the BBC One Extra documentary on BBC iPlayer right now. The next question I'm going to ask you, Ace, um, you and Viz was a great duo. It yeah. was Batman and Robin. It was a partnership. Um, but as time grows on, things come to an end yeah. and um what happened do you want to talk about that? I, I mean no, what happened no with beef. you and viz i know you and viz got no beef i know you guys Absolutely. still got love for each other literally last what, couple of weekends but ago. you know everybody was asking questions when it first when the rift what's happened. funny is no one asked me <laughs> oh no one asked him it was just like what but and again nothing really happened i think we just got to uh, let me just say let me preface by saying this yeah viz is one of them really annoying people that are excellent at everything mm. so yeah. like when i met viz like he was kicking he could have probably like gone on to Premier he gets bored maybe I don't know like or he's just so good at so many different things he could have been a Premier League baller like he could rap he could DJ mm. he could make films so he's I think he's just so good at everything whereas my thing was this yeah. Uh, so yeah. we got to we got to a point when it was just like kind of time to make a decision. I know Viz wanted to to go off and do and what he's doing right now is amazing. Like he's made I know a lot of TV shows that you guys are watching today it's are produced, by, yeah, are produced yeah. by Viz. You know big what I'm saying? Viz, um, and he's he's got an amazing big production company. But I really just wanted to stay in radio, so I had an opportunity to stay and he had an opportunity to go, and we just decided to do that way. But we we always we always been cool, man. Viz is like my daughter's godmother, god sorry, godfather. Yeah. Um, like we send them shots. <laughs> <laughs> like no, we've been together recently. Like we're good, and again, like we did the Channel U Ill Out show. Like, yeah, you did a reunion. That was lovely to see. So, that yeah. was great. It was to cool, see, man. man. So good. yeah, we're good, man. And 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 we're gonna do more stuff together. Again, we got all of this content that we're sitting on from over the years. Maybe it's like our twenty year anniversary of Ill Out show, or maybe who knows, man. But maybe it's a documentary. But uh, well, we made history, and like yeah. no one can take that away from us. Absolutely. So as you've gone on and furthered your career in DJ, and you're like one of the number one DJs in One Extra today. You've got, you know, great time slot, you're smashing it. But I, what I love about you is how you champion for artists, especially of the R&B ilk. Mm. Um, can you talk about your passions of like, first and foremost, the passion of R&B music, but yeah. also what you've seen happen in the UK and how we kind of left certain genres behind and how you've had to fight to kind of bring that back into the forefront? Um, so I've always loved R&B music, always, even though like I was... I was Who's your favourite R&B acts? <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> no, yeah, I've always like since young, like um, yes, I was like a hip hop head, like most of us were in our teens. But R and B music has always been at the basis of my love of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling the story recently about like my cousin who taught me how to DJ. There was one Christmas where we had me and my, another cousin and my older cousin. So my older cousin was the DJ, and then me and another cousin were at the same age. He bought us two vinyls, one vinyl each. Did I tell you the story. No, I, I believe you have. Have, you, have I told you the story? But tell it again. Please. Okay, one vinyl. He bought us one vinyl each. It was Christmas, yeah. Mm. He bought us one vinyl each, and he was like, "Look, you guys have been DJing. I'm gonna give you both a vinyl each. It's gonna be what you're gonna DJ going forward, or this is what I think the kind of DJ you are is." Yeah? Amazing. I was like, "Cool, wicked, man." So like, Christmas comes. I'm just the whole way up to Christmas. I'm staying inside I was looking at this vinyl I can't wait, wait to find out what it is so my cousin opens his vinyl and he's got Snoop Dogg Doggy Star I'm like raw 
I wanted that. Yeah. I was like, classic I album. I was like, oh, okay, what's in here? It's gotta be, it's gotta be much better than that. That's gotta be something like hard and, so I've opened yeah. mine and it's, uh, Jodeci, Diary of a Mad Bird. Which was one of my favorite albums. But I was so upset. I, I can understand. I, can and understand. I was, I was proper upset and I was like, why? And he was like, look, like, Go and look at what you've been picking out, what you listen to, what you've been playing. Like, you are really into melodies and vocals and ad-libs and mm. this is your thing. And I, did, I was fighting it for so long until I was like, okay, yeah, this is my thing. Like, I used to make the sickest slow jam tapes for everybody at school. I used to sell them. It was mad. Like, it, that was really my thing. So, yeah, big up to my cousin. for That's where it began, like, really right. young. I was must have been like 14 at the time, 13 or 14 at the time. That's that's actually the fact that he had the the foresight to see that you know mm. what I mean like because obviously at that time you would have been playing hip hop heavy as well yeah yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I, mean? I was so. rapping as well that's the thing yeah. I'm like no I rap like you, why has he got that <laughs> um, but did you grow to love that album I hundred percent one of my favorites actually top ten maybe where would you rank Jodeci in the on the greatest R and B acts of all time Ooh. you know what is they just don't have the catalog like no. Let me, before people start I agree hearing, with that though they I agree have what you're the catalogue well, they've got two classics they've got classics they've got two classics but they, two don't, classics. they don't have like a wide no, range like they it's like three albums maybe mm-hmm. like I think you, I can. I think there's an argument today they got three classic albums actually I think they do I think Forever My Lady yeah uh, the show in the hotel after party and uh, I think those yeah, are three cl- I think those are three classics but I think we can talk about groups that have got five yeah or like do you know what I mean? Or, or free and some other. Do you know what I mean? So. But even with that being said, Jodeci is still like one of my faves. Like, they're, 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 they're my favorite. I think they're my favorite. This morning. I think they're my favorite. One hundred percent. Listening to the show that after party the hotel mm. in its entirety this morning. Have you ever seen them live? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. But, but in the in the in the no, 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 in the glory days. No, in the glory no, days. No, in the glory so days. did you see them when they fell off the stage? Well, I was there. Yes, I think I'd left before that though because I never saw it live. I saw it after, and I think I remember being feeling like, oh, how come I didn't? I can't really see that live. I love Jodeci, man. Oh, man that was... And I think as well, one other thing that, just on the Jodeci point, is like, the what Jodeci birthed, yeah? Like, we wouldn't have a lot of them groups if it wasn't for Jodeci. I, I, 100%. And then, and then what, what Devante birthed. Devante! Yeah. 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 You talk Timberland, Missy, yeah. like, genuine, like, come it's on. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of that. Like, Casey is Cisco, really. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. See, but, I mean, Sisko, Jodeci, yeah. man. but correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Devante from like the Prince School? Didn't he get like some training from Prince? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's so musical. No Jodeci slander ever over no, here. I agree. Not in this mm. house. All right. So who would you put in your top R&B acts of all time? Of all Just acts in I general. Yeah. It could be a solo oh, act. It could be a band. Who? Just, just, let's say top five. Let's just. I just like. I'll name some of my favorite people in R&B ever. Yeah. Mary J. Blige is my number one favorite. I know you love Mary. The queen. That goes without saying. That's she's everything. And then I got a Teddy Riley for me. Yeah. yeah. And it's not about vocals. This is about what he's contributed to the genre R&B. Yeah. Changed the game. Changed the absolute game. Um, people, I don't really say this often, but and this is like I don't know if it's a curveball, it's not. But my favorite voice in R&B is randomly Coco from SWV. Like, oh, yeah. I, like I could listen to her sing yeah. all day, every day. Vocalist. Um, I'm struggling now because there's so many, and I'm just like, I'm starting to feel like new. Some of the newer guys are really touching me as well. Like, I love her. Yes. Um, I feel like Bryson saved R&B. Bryson yeah. Tiller, yeah. And that's, 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 that's not saved. I don't want to say that. I think Bryson 
brought a a, a new light to R and B, and I've helped feel like he helped it turn the corner away from this R and B's dead narrative. I yeah. think that record don't. Is when it started to be cool again to listen to R&B. So what did you think when Diddy said it? Because I know Usher was very upset about that. I, I feel like that was just uh, Diddy trying to get a headline, in my opinion. Diddy's about to. Diddy's got an R&B label starting, a new R&B album coming. I just feel like he's trying to start. You think he's saying R&B is dead, but I'm going to be the saviour? Basically. That's what he's trying to say. And I think if he was paying attention... He would know that it's He would know, but that's why I don't... I think he's too big to not know that R&B is still killing yeah. it. Yeah. So I just think it was just a headline you wanted. You got like Summer Walker. Summer you got Walker. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Uh, her. 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 I love her. It makes no sense. Sir, big up Scissor, Sir. Oh my God, I love another. Brent Fires. LMA. LMA. Fires. Yeah. 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 It's, it's alive and kicking. No, it is. It is. Yeah. R&B is... R&B, in, in my opinion, R&B, R&B is more relevant than hip-hop today. And that's Ooh, not the truth. No, I don't ever think you say that. What I mean by is... I guess... I guess, okay, maybe not. But hip-hop... What hip-hop is now is what is more like drill now, I guess. Yeah, I think there's an argument to say that R&B is definitely more authentic than hip-hop today. Yeah, maybe I should have said that. Yeah, I think okay. um, I think hip-hop is very... You can tell a lot of stuff is manufactured, a lot of stuff yeah. is based on of what you've done on social media, clout, and I feel, I feel like hip-hop working act, in the exactly, background. Yeah, you know I'm saying? And I feel with hip-hop acts, it's easy to become a hip-hop act. Yeah. You might, know, you might not even know the history of hip-hop, you might not even know any of these rappers, but you can do what they do. Yeah. About the knowledge because you're right. just emulating with hip R and B, you can't really so emulate that. Yeah. You you're either are sick or you're not. Exactly. You know what I mean, I think hip hop's kind of become a bit of a fad now, man. And Unfortunately, that's my favorite genre of music as well, man. And the ta- if we're honest, the talent yeah. of singing is is harder than. Oh yeah, yeah. Of you course, know what I mean? Of so course, of course, of course. Are we celebrating like 50 years of hip hop as well this year? As mm. well? Is that next year? I think it's 50 years next year. Okay, maybe 50 50 years next year. I was just checking. Uh, 50 years of hip hop next year, man. That's that's a big deal. Ace, we gotta go states, man. That's huge, man. We gotta go New York. Doing something amazing. We gotta go um, uh, Philly. We gotta go Brooklyn. Amazing events happening, I can imagine. We gotta hang out some (laughs) Bariquas. We gotta do some spray painting. We gotta do some b-boy break dancing. The skillet's like this. I've been to New York with Skillet before. It's, it's we've had a, we've had a, we've had a great time. <laughs> we had a great time, man. It's a lot. Were you there when I? No, you wasn't there. What when you when you were when I when I um because obviously Ace. I for those guys who don't know, for people watching the show, we might not know. Ace and I we do a wrestling podcast together, mm-hmm. so we we travel the world and we watch a lot of wrestling. Um, but there was one time I went to a bar. I don't know if you were there, and um, I got drunk. No, and I wasn't um, there. A lot, there was a lot of um kick out and grill position fans <laughs> there. And so they know about my history of loving Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. I literally <laughs> they all a lot of men queued up, they queued up in the bar and, and I, I don't know these guys by the way. These are American citizens, <laughs> some some British, and they queued up in the bar and they allowed me to chop their chest. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's a back slap. Yeah, a it's back a back slap, slap on, yeah, their on their chest. And they allowed yeah. me to put them in a figure four leg lock because I'm Ric Flair and I, and I was strutting <laughs> and I was strutting, I was elbow dropping. Shout out to Ash Rose and Simon Forpey who what was is there. Wrong with you, man? They, they talk about it every time. Yeah. They always talk about it. Remember when you super it's classic. Kicked, remember when you super kicked Tay? I super kicked Tay. Yeah. Shout out to my homegirl Tay. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Sweet chimney. Great, 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 great times. Great times. We didn't man. do that this weekend though. We yeah, didn't even call the police. We didn't even call the police. We were quite well behaved in Cardiff. We were behaved, well behaved. Oh, New Orleans is when we was a bit hard. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans when we were mad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's okay. what else can you do, man? We're getting on, Nays. We are getting on, man. We're getting on. Dollar pints. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so yes, all right. So yeah, um, what's the name of your uh, R and D show that you present every uh, every month? You do live shows. You get 
and you have a label yourself please talk about that as well um yeah so i got the one extra army show that it's actually just moved to saturday night so we're going to launch it tonight actually i'm live in the studio but obviously due to uh to the recent events that's not happening we're going to move it to next week okay. uh, we'll launch it next week so every Saturday night I'm giving like the upfront brand spanking so new cool. R&B we recorded a couple interviews yeah. for tonight uh, actually I can tell you John Legend will be on the show for the first one uh, and Ari Lennox as well yeah, yeah. so it's a small album-ish it's got, I think it's a bit longer than an EP but yeah H6 location so we spoke to her so that'll be next Saturday night and then uh, the week after I've got something so sick lined up I can't even talk about it now but yeah Ah, oh, it's, it's mad. So yeah, that's happening. And then, um, yeah, and then I got a tour that's happening. The Everything R&B tour that's gonna be happening in right. November. We uh, we reached out to all of the R&B artists out there. We had a submission form, and and we are taking five R&B artists from the UK on the road from different cities. So there's one from Manchester, I think one from Newcastle, I believe Birmingham, London, and maybe somewhere I can't remember. But we're gonna do a show in each city. Uh, in a week and obviously if you're from that city you'll headline it it's, it's gonna be wicked so I'll give let you guys know that. I think it's the last week of November uh, what else is going on stuff man I have to I have to commend you man like during when pandemic happened and the world shut down you kept going you you know you, you adapted your home into a studio mm. you did live um, everything is R&B yeah. sessions online you had all these acts come on and I was watching it. It was a form of entertainment for me because I think I was uh, during COVID. I was going through a bit of a low period, and that, that, that used to pick me up, man. I used to go one of people. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I remember you know, some people do auditions in their car yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, there was some real fun. I remember there was one time I can't, I can't remember. I don't remember anyone's mm-hmm. name, but there was an act that was singing so bad, and I was just like, I kept messaging you while you were live on air. I was just like, Hey, cut him off, cut him off. <laughs> and, and you were looking at my phone, but you were also looking into the camera, trying to, trying to stay professional. And I remember you tried so hard not to. Like, and you come off the air we were creasing but but there was yeah like big up because to do that man like and and i felt that you were giving people hope as well man when the world shut down people just feel what the hell what am i gonna do now i feel like everybody did that though man i just feel like especially you know what i always commend the artists like uh, that did verses because i think we really needed that that i know they've turned it into something that is more of a show and you can tell it's all money but at the time when it was happening it was all good intent well well intended even when it was just two men on instagram it was just like yo this is something that's going on this is something that we can talk about oh what if this it was just something to take our mind off what was going on me of like you know like when we were younger and it was like four tv channels everybody was cooped up at home right and it was like that shared experience you know what i'm saying have like you're at home i'm at home and we're all watching and then when you go school the next day it's what everyone's talking about but we got twitter now so we can talk about it or pick up the phone you know what i'm saying so i just felt like during that time you had everybody had to do if you've got a talent or something that you can do like virtually let's just do it man let's get on there also it just gives you something to do like i'm online now okay let me schedule it for thursday it just gives me a bit more of a routine but um yeah I, i was locked into so many djs on live during lockdown and it was just it was good man i saw everybody working yeah. You come, you wake up at four o'clock in the morning. There's a DJ still going in. It's like, what, what else is there to do? Yeah, do you know 100%. what I mean? But he's might have ten, ten watches, but he's he's entertaining them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So that, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. And I think people people stop caring about all that stuff. Yeah, just, just, just do stuff. Cause we didn't know 
what was happening. We had no idea. No, that no. was only four minutes ago, but we literally didn't know how long that was going to be. Yeah. It, was, it was scary times, man. Mm, I, I, I remember animals coming out, like Fam. wild animals was coming out and just like, <laughs> having, having a ball, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like dancing and they were loving. I remember going walk, going for walks in Ali Pali and see like a family of a herd of goats. Right, that <laughs> koala? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're staring at me like it's like you good. You gonna go back? Go back home, man. You don't want to be around here. It was a mad time, man. It was a hey, so we're gonna talk more time. of your career, your life on the second hour of Skillets World. We're gonna go to a commercial break in a few minutes, but before I go to a commercial break, I'm gonna play some R and B because mm. your everything R and B is a little R and B theme. I've been man. playing some R and B in the background. So this next number is "Girls Need Love," the remix version featuring Drake by Summer Walker. Ooh, honestly. Honestly, I'm trying to stay focused You must think I got to be joking when I say I don't think I can't wait I just need it now Let it swing my way I just need some dick I just need some love Tired of fucking with these lying niggas, baby I just need a thug won't you be my plug, ayy? You could be the one, ayy. Get start with a handshake, baby. I'ma need more than a hug. Girls can't never say they want it. Girls can't never say how. Girls can't never say they need it. Girls can't never say nah. Girls can't never say they want it. Girls can't never say how. Girls can't never say they need it. Girls can't never say nah. Want you to hear me screaming every breathing I don't need a reason, baby I want a ticket Changing the way you listen to radio. I live radio. Yo, this is K Nat 13, and you're listening to Skillet World with my brother Ryan Skillet. You don't know. I live radio. 
alone, every night alone. Why am I alone? I know that you want me to. Am I wrong? Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me I deserve all the pain that you put me through. Oh. World, and I want to shout out to some listeners that's on the air listening to us right now on the on the on the chats and the socials. They're listening to our show live, Terence and Dennis. Dennis, shout out. Thank you for tuning in, and anybody else that's tuning in, make yourself public, make yourself aware. Shout out to my co-host Dominic and Ms. Daniel, my brother Daniel could do in the in the, in the in the live studio, and my guest, of course. Uh, the, the, the number you listen to right now is Sir with John Redcorn. What do you think of Sir? Love Sir, man. Me too. Very good artist, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very, very good artist. Um, yeah, awesome artist. I shouted to Sir. Sir, I'm going to quite a few of these name drops recently. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I, well, that's all about. Going, you show the source. Uh, yeah, I spoke to Sir recently just about the pressure of, um, of being on that label. Yeah, what's what TDE? Yeah, yeah, like, and, and basically he dropped a record literally the day before, no, or the week before the Kendrick album dropped, and it was kind of like no one was really talking about it because mm. your label mate's just that huge, but he was yeah. just so happy for Kendrick and all it, all this. Although, that's gone, isn't it? I just, no one, as I just said it, I was like, right, no one cares anymore. Mm. What happened? You should know. <laughs> You're a hip hop guy, like, tell me, why is that not still in the discussion? Was the album not as good as people were saying it was? Are you referring to the Kendrick? The new, yeah, the new yeah. Kendrick no, I'm album. talking about the Kendrick album. Yeah, the, 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 the I'm talking one. about the fact that no one's talking about the newest Kendrick album anymore. Like it's, it came and went. I, I think know. it was a great album. I I loved it. Um, I think that's just music in general. I was gonna say, really, yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. I, think I think that's, that's what it is. Any, man. any genre? No, no, but I feel like when the big names drops, yeah, they they hold the, the like the conversation for at least two months. But who are you referring to though? That's the Ken- Kanye. Kendrick. That's Kanye. Kendrick is in that class. Kendrick is in yeah, that class. Yeah, he is. Beyonce, Kanye. You know what I mean? Drake, Jack, Jay, people talk. Yeah. did something. Yeah, people talk about it for a little while. I feel like that just came and went. I don't know. I, like, I really love the Kendrick album. I still listen to it today. I don't listen to it on heavy rotation, but I still listen to it. I, would, I don't listen to it on heavy rotation like I would do an album that I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. But I do really love the album. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good but album. But you agree that no one cares anymore? <laughs> well, no one does not <laughs> Well, I mean, he just released the video for We Cry Together. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, he did a video for that. Uh, <laughs> did you guys know that? 
Yes, yeah. <laughs> you should watch the video. It's very, uh, it's, it's, it's done really well because it's, it's done like a, an actual argument. So they rap the, they rap the lyrics, you know, because the song's an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they actually, instead of it being them rapping along to the song, yeah. they actually perform it live. Oh, okay. Like an argument, it's done okay, really well. Okay. It gets a bit wild at the end, but yeah, it's. Um, I'll check it out. It's good, yeah. Creative. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I think when it comes to listenership today and viewership and all that stuff, it's all changed, man. Yeah, I feel attention spans are just gone to, to rot because of these. Yeah, the phones. The phones. Yeah. Oh, I need to we put consume them. music so differently. Like, what was one another music conversation? They were like, oh, Beyonce's done the worst numbers. But then when you look at it, she's still done better than like all of her, her counterparts. Yeah. Like, in, in yeah. we yeah. consume music differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's like apples and pears. But Beyonce's a brand though. So even if she dropped a rubbish album, people will still buy it. Yeah, like that's, me. That's how, that's how much of a brand she is. Yeah. No, but they're saying that these have done the worst numbers so far. So that, the question is, has she fallen off? But oh, Beyonce's done, oh, Beyonce, has, has she done the worst, is this, done is this the worst numbers she's done? For, in regards for to her, her albums, for her, her. albums. Yeah, you ain't her break album. my soul! <laughs> I love that. You ain't break my soul! Do that again. You ain't, you know what I mean? Like, it's the whip, you gotta whip it, bro. You ain't. I haven't heard the album, I'm gonna be honest with you. The last Beyonce album I've listened to is probably Lemonade. That one's not for us, but it's it's like it's I a creative like album. Yeah. But you I like yeah. Beyonce. I rate her. I respect like her. I love her as a, a, a performer, and she's got some great songs. She's got a song. I think she's one of the greats. America has a problem that but, I would love for her to release because every time I hear it, I feel it. I just it makes me get up and dance. Shake what's it called? Phone. America has a problem. America has a problem. It's debate. It's about gun violence. What's it about? I thought it was political. I thought that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. It's about gun crime. But, it's, but she doesn't go into it lyrically like that. It's more about like the bass and the music. But it's like got such a deep, heavy bass. And I love it. I feel it. I saw on a lady's, random lady's TikTok that broke down the reason why Solange and Jay-Z had that fight in oh, the elevator. Over it. Oh. And oh, she God. said, and I think she's right, and she said it's not about other women. What's she about? said it's about jay-z because you know jay-z became beyonce's manager oh did he in 2014 okay i thought i feel like we need to factor this no no this. no it's okay, true okay, no okay. she's she got it all on fact okay, i wish right. i saved it I so but who is she though is she? i don't know she's <laughs> some random woman <laughs> you ain't break my soul first, first rule of broadcasting <laughs> <laughs> so this is random woman <laughs> What's your source, random woman? What is this your random source? Woman, a woman okay. on TikTok. A woman on TikTok. Okay. That says Solange yeah. owned a a a brand with it comes to what, what did it come to clothing and and um uh, skincare and all <laughs> okay, this stuff yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. And then like Beyonce was supporting it, was plugging it, helping her get you know. Yeah. And then Jay Z told her to put a stop to it. Okay. So what, you got this from this woman? Yeah. What, and who's her source? A woman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Ace, let's talk about you. Was this called Dame Dash, friend? Uh, it, it might have been Dame Dash, yeah. Oh, you're so funny. Ace, um, so, uh, you know, what's your favourite part about being a DJ? What's been some of your highlights, some of the fun stuff you've done on tour? And who are some of your favourite artists that you've met? Um, I, the, um, so many. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favourite. But, yeah, I've met, I've been so fortunate enough to meet a lot of uh, amazing artists. I think I always cherish the window when I get to sit down with artists that I grew up listening to. Yeah. So, yeah, legends like Mary J. Blige, like Janet Jackson, Tony Braxton. Your Mary um, J. Blige interview was actually... Up, was it Loose Women? Uh, it was on the Wendy Williams the show. The Wendy Williams show and used bre- your did, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakfast, Club, Breakfast as well. Club as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Ace asked like, Mary J a question about 
men and like oh you know yeah is men is men are you back in the market to date men she's like good lord she's like she's <laughs> she, <was laughs> she said she would never date a guy that's got le- less money less money than her yeah, yeah. yeah. which is fact yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i don't blame her she said she's well, never i mean she's the queen of r&b yeah. so yeah. she's the only queen that can she's yeah. allowed to do that but yeah I'm, i've met so many amazing artists i do really love like having an opportunity to even just sit down a fanboy sometimes um had like great radio experiences great djs it's hard to pinpoint man i love doing dj sets abroad What's, uh, what's been some of the fun places you've been abroad? Uh, we did, like, in 04, one extra for some weird when one extra had money. <laughs> they flew us out to do two radio shows in Japan. Oh, sick! Which was dope, yeah. So we had to, we went out there for like a week and then absorbed their culture and then gave two, did two live radio shows from Japan. And what were the, what were the people like? What oh, amazing. It was, it was an amazing experience. I'd love to go back like with friends, like, okay. cause I think like going on a work trip is different. And you know what you, and, and get us, cause of what we was doing, we had to kind of try and squeeze all of the culture into like three days. So it was like one day I'm doing sumo and the next day I'm on a bullet train. And then it was like, it was a lot, but it was just a beautiful, that's experience. a beautiful experience. Mm. Any places that you've been to that you didn't really were particularly a fan of? Um, no, I, do you know, I've been very, very, there's been a few like random DJ bookings in like <laughs> dangerous parts of Eastern Europe or something like that. But no, like, even then, they look after you, do you know what I mean? But, DJ <laughs> But other than that, no, I've been so like fortunate and blessed. We worked with MTV for a little while. We did that like TV show in Jamaica, which was like my favorite holiday ever. Ooh. Um, sick, like sick. BT Awards in Atlanta, we've done, we done so many different little bits, bits and pieces, but yeah, I've, I've been quite blessed in regards to like being abroad. Okay, okay, and um, you know, when we talked about the pandemic and the world coming to a close during that time, we had an unfortunate incident with the George Floyd murder. Mm-hmm. You had an episode where you just spoke from the heart. Uh, which got you a lot of no- awards. Did you won an award for that? Didn't you? Know? Yeah, yeah, we won uh, the Press Guild's Broadcasting, Broadcasting, Broadcasters of the. You know, it's a huge award. You know, yeah, I it think is. It the is. black community don't really know about it, but I can walk into any room. You know what I mean? Of them people with that award with my. Talk about it. You know what I mean? So anyone tried to get rid of you, they can't. Really. No, I just put it on my chair. I put show on that, chair. You show that award to them, like just walking in my Calvin's and be like, "What? Come on!" <laughs> so yeah, we won an award for that show, which was yeah, like. But that was a powerful episode. One of the, mm. one of the clips of. That episode, it's that gets shared a lot in, in social media. It was all over Twitter, it was all over Instagram when you when you dropped the episode. It was when a woman called up and she was like, "I don't know why I do it." You know, sometimes I don't want to laugh, but she was like, she was like, "I don't know what compels me, but when I see a black man, I, I tend to cross the road, yeah. and I don't know why I've got black." No, friends. big up to her. She yeah, at least she was being honest. Yeah, at least she was being honest, and she felt it's, it's, it's like she was coming from a, a place of sincerity. Yeah. She, she didn't want to. She doesn't want to feel that way. Mm. I, I, think, <laughs> I think, like, you're killing me. In regards to that show, I, for me. Like, I don't even remember saying this. I just feel like the way that the stars aligned in regard to how I was feeling, where I was in that place, in regards to like, my location, because I yeah. did that show from home. People don't know. People don't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was in my house and Shuni was in the studio. Um, I was I had a health condition at the time and I couldn't go into work. So I was that's even more so why I like felt locked down a lot because I wanted to go in and broadcast. So I was having to do it in my house while watching these videos and like just pacing around my house, getting upset. So in that moment. I was very touched. So be able to have to do that. And I feel like if I was do if I was on air in the BBC building, I don't think that emotion would have came through and I don't think I would have been as open. Like yeah. I know when I'm sitting in my workplace, I have a job to do and I'm professional. Yeah. I might walk like toe the line 
yeah. with like being cheeky but I know yeah. it's the Always. BBC I've been here 20 years I know what I can and can't say Got but you. when I'm sitting in my bedroom and I'm already jarred about everything that's not even jarred like upset about what's going on I had a few other racist incidents that week. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. And it just was like, okay, this is why I'm here. This is probably the reason why I'm sitting in this room right now, because we have to do this. Uh, and I think Shawnee B was the perfect co-host for me as well, because we have them conversations as black Shout men. Shout out to Shawnee B, man. So did, was there a case where you and Shawnee B told produ- the production and producers, like, this is this is what we want to talk about today? What, or did what, you just go on air and be like, nah, I'm just going to... It, do you know what? It was like two days of like back and forth as to even whether we was going to do it or not. Because I don't know if you remember, that was Blackout Tuesday. It was. And that was the day that the industry said, no, nah, we ain't doing nothing today. Yeah. So no one do work today. And everybody was abiding by it. But we're like, okay, if we go in air, we're kind of working, aren't we? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, okay, do are people going to look at it like, no, nah, you lot crossed the picket line. You lot are the sellouts. You all went on air. And if we do, we are going on air. We're not going on air to work. We got a, a job here. So that we, that's why we start open the show with our real names. We weren't performing on that day. It wasn't Shawnee B and Ace. It was Maurice and Ashley. And we did the show as two black men that had something to say. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, we, we expressed that to management before. Like, look, if we're going to do this, cause they were like, look, we have to, this day is important to you guys. What do you want to do with it? We said, look, if we're going to do this, then, no shackles that like, we have to be able to say whatever we want to say and they were like brave enough to be like yeah cool you guys go off and do what you what you want to i think they because we're like seasoned broadcasters well they knew we weren't gonna like go off on a mad one like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it weren't that it was yeah. just like no this is what this is how black people are feeling right now do you yeah, know what i mean 100%. so yeah it was it was a powerful show one of the most important shows i think i'll ever do in life and i'm just glad that i got an award no i'm proud of you man that's my brother like, i saw i saw you do that and i was like that's what i'm talking about man that's what it needed to yeah. happen i'm glad people were expressing their rage i remember uh, um john boyega was expressing his rage on yeah. social media he was really upset he just came out and he said this it's getting ridiculous. It's, unfortunately, this stuff still happens to this I day. Mean, I mean, there's a no march. Change has there's a march as we're today. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's a march right now. Yeah. It's just like, and you know, how many other, how many more? Like, what, what's going on? Man? And then these um, people that think that you know these, um, these corporate companies that say they care. Mm. I did a little work at Black BCA and I got to see for myself about how it works for corporate yeah like right you know there's some it. companies that generally do care and do want to help and then there's some like oh they just want to take a box and they only look good or... yeah. and there's, there's companies that do the bare minimum to look like they're doing something yeah. and like yeah okay you're going to put certain people in this position but you know what type of person yeah 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 you're still you know not I mean? putting on like a, a black guy that you don't get you know on I mean? a black person a woman or man that you wouldn't really relate to right you still it's, it's be, somebody yeah, that is like do you know what I mean that is maybe not from the culture or just like do you know what I mean we've seen it we understand like okay I'm seeing a lot of things where it's like okay, you've done that for that reason. You haven't really gone to find the right person or yeah. try and really put us in the position. You've kind of just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. I, I feel like because I've known you for a little while now, I've always admired how you've always given time to just do things that you're very passionate about. So obviously radio, DJ, and obviously and podcasting as well. You love mm. you do a bunch of podcasts. You do cut the chat. Which, yeah. you, know, that, you know that gets around man a lot of people yeah, love that I mean, show we're taking man. A, bit, a little break but we'll be back soon yeah That's man you, get, you know you guys explain what cut the chat is to people that don't know please. yeah so I mean it's, it's so, like I sometimes feel uncomfortable calling it a podcast because for me it's not even work it's like 
I'm, I'm like I said earlier, I'm an only child, and sometimes you just gotta catch up with the man. Them, yeah. you know that. I mean, you yeah. got we got you got yeah. with brothers, so like yeah. you you understand that 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 male bonding time is important, and I think. I always just use it as a as a way to just catch up with my friends and obviously we're all busy we're all like professionals in what we do so we don't necessarily have that time to catch up as much often so like an hour a week where we can just jump on the line and chat rubbish to each other it really and for some change reason people like to listen people love it man you'd yeah. be surprised how many people listen to that show man yeah like, honestly it's people that i know that I, go, yeah. I used to I used to work with or people I went to school with that listen to that show. It's mad. It's again as well because I feel like you, you can relate to every. There's a there's a DJ and then there's a barber and then there's a filmmaker yeah. and there's a taxi driver um, slash comedian. It's just like yeah. all life yeah. crazy. Two two West Africans, two West Indians. It's just yeah, it's fun. You guys got some good fun subjects on there. And obviously you also do the Kick Out podcast with myself. Of course. The greatest podcast known to man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this, this, this segment, Hello. this next part of the show, uh, it's called Favorite Things. So Ace, basically, that's Saigon. Shout out to Saigidi. Um, this part of the show is called Favorite Things. We ask our guests each week, what are their favorite things? So I'm going to throw out some questions and you just answer what it is. So we're going to start off with my favorite question I always ask. Your favorite condiment. <laughs> Oh, what? this is hard, you know. I know. Because I, I might just put, I've got time to kill. Okay, um, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm just going to go with ketchup. Wow. Favourite film? Of all time? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too hard, man. Can I say three? Yes, of course. Okay, my top three films of all time. No one judge me. Can I say four? Yes. <laughs> okay, top four <laughs> films of all time. No one judge me. Um, Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy, yeah. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Gene, yeah. Um, E.T. Okay. Mm. Spielberg, shout out to Steven Spielberg up in the building. House party. Classic. Um Toy Story 3. Yeah, bro. Random. Three, three <laughs> is up there, bro. Toy Story 3. I used to love one. One is amazing. One's hard. One is hard. I like two as well. Yeah, me too. Ford. Ford. Didn't, we don't, we're not gonna didn't talk about need four. to be made. We're not gonna talk about Nah. <laughs> but number three. Three is the best one. Yeah, it they, they, they yeah, every time. Yeah, they went in with that one. They went but I in. felt the ending should have been when the toys were gonna go into that vat of um <laughs> no of, uh, that's the part bro Volvic, no the Volvic yeah. the, the, the fire yeah and i felt that this should have been no no i thought no. this should have no because you're getting me upset because that's the moment that makes me well up because no let me hey, just explain why this is so important yeah they spent three whole films trying to stay together yes. as a family absolutely as a family absolutely and in that, in that one moment but, yeah they looked at each other and was like, it's over. And it's said, done. It's done. But that's We're what... We're dead. Can I, can I say... That killed me! Sorry, You know, I saw the film, I saw the film in the what? cinema, yeah? Yeah, yeah? And when that happened, yeah. you know, I literally was on the edge of my seat like... Um, no, oh my God, this is going to be... This is how they're going to end it. They were going to die. This is how they're going to end it. But if they did it, if they ended it, that that would be the greatest ending to any Disney movie ever, bro. They gave up. They actually gave up. That's they never give up. I know. Oh, but that's what I love. It was, and I felt that nah, they should have they gave up and they should have done No. Uh, what is wrong with you? what kids in the cinema? Are you right? I love it. Sometimes kids gotta learn that life is not <laughs> life is it's not easy. What's wrong with hey, you? Guys, any, you got any questions you wanna yeah. ask guys? Favourite Wu Tang member. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good question. Can I just be obvious and say myth? 
Yeah, well, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love Ghost. I love I, Ray. I thought you were going to say Ghost, but okay. Um, I'm going to say Meth, Meth, man. Meth is one of the best. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't want to be the bait one, but I'm going to say... Also, because Redman's one of my favourite rappers of all time. He's in my top five. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Meth. I like that answer. Who's your... Yours is Ghost? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not angry with Ghost. I think Ghost is a... Cool. Is a Great one for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the three in it. Really. Yeah, those are the three. Yeah. It's Ghost, Meth, and Ray, really. And Deck. And, and Deck. And then Deck. Deck had the Deck will be the guy to have the best verse out in of, the, out yeah. of the, the whole Wu Tang yeah, Crew yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So when they had nine members in yeah, one song, yeah, yeah. Deck would kill it yeah. every time. Yeah. But in regards of like albums and projects, yeah, it's I thought you said you God man myself. You thought? Is you God worse than Is you God worse than Master Killer? Yes. He's not, he can't he be worse. He's, yeah. not, he's not worse than Master Killer. He is, do you know why? He's actually had some iconic lines. His voice though. is annoying as well. I know, Master, he's not, he's Killer not, he... Master Killer sounds like. But Master Killer talks like, when he raps, he's like this. But you got, actually had some epic verses. No, he hasn't. Whoa, I'ma give it to ya. Even if you know what, I'm trying to open it. You're right, you're right. Verse on Triumph. Yeah, you're right, you're right. No, no, I didn't have the verse on Triumph. What was that? 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 I saw what you did in uh, the Wu Tang. Right, Wu Tang. The last season coming soon. Listen, that the that show. second season was incredible. Amazing. The first season, the first season wasn't great. Hard. Second Hard. season, the Wu Tang show, incredible. No, the first season was good, man. No, I felt like the first season got good. I think it, it it's towards the end it started, it started getting banging good. Though. The first episode when man and running from come on. Yeah, bro. but then it went a bit weird. And then, and then they started getting good. And then, and then when they started the second season, the first episode of the second season, I thought, this is terrible. I didn't like the first episode of the second season. I thought, they have completely ruined the show. But then, after that first sick. episode, it just went to another level. Take your next episode. That's, that was, that, that that was incredible, was man. Insane. But the Wu Tang story is, you can't fail with that story. It's an amazing story. I hope a lot of that was fake, though. Stuff that wasn't real. Because I got too many questions. No, I think they they what they, they exaggerated stuff. Okay. It made it look more grander than it was. But they also there was some stuff that wasn't comp- like, kind of true. But they made it look like the whole Raekwon goes for when they had beef before they became yeah, friends. Yeah, that was exaggerated. Basically, their their teams had beef. Basically, yeah, they, they like didn't that. get on at first. But okay. It wasn't like they're going on like they were like kill each other. It wasn't. Oh, no, like, I think they said in the interview they actually shot each other. Yeah, they, they, that's like true. That's the the shoot thing was true. Yeah. But. <laughs> Wow. Sometimes you just shoot at people, innit? <laughs> it don't mean that you, it don't mean that you hate them. Sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta shoot. You gotta get attention, innit? You know what I mean? You gotta shoot someone. Favorite? You mentioned it earlier. You said R and B, so we're not gonna talk about R and B. Yeah. Favorite oh, DJ? Favorite DJ that you were influenced by? <laughs> um, favorite DJs. Oh, okay, you can't talk about. No, 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 no. Do you know what? I, I'm, I'm oh, just gonna be. Oh, yeah, we can't talk about. Him. No, there's so many DJs I've taken from, and yeah, maybe he's one of them. But yeah, he was, he was, he was like taken from, not like I wouldn't say look up to, but Trevor, obviously, <laughs> like having like that career. Trevor Nelson. Yeah, working in, working with the Trevor, yeah, Trevor's the man, man. Trevor's the man, and then like to be able to have like a personal relationship with Trevor is has been like 
priceless. Mm. And someone else that I'm super close with that I love to tell people that I'm close with is Jenny Francis. We talk I'm all the time. And she, like, I tell her all the time, like, I, I would listen to you. I would used to use Jenny to send messages to girls at school. So, like, I'll be like, oh, make, sure, make sure you listen to Jenny at nine. And then I'll phone Jenny and be like, oh, can you shout out to Marie for me? You know what I mean? So, like, that was my thing. And Jenny, that voice, and even today on the phone, like, I stay on the phone with Jenny for two hours just chopping her up. Uh, she'll be back soon, man. I'm telling you, like. Did it work? Did it work? What do you mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, every now and then. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something. Favourite thing about being a father? Um... Oh, too many things, man. Just having unconditional love, like having a, a min- having too many me's as well. Like you're great with your kids, man. You, you, I, are, you are. I, I love. I remember that time. When you, <laughs> I'm the best. And <laughs> <laughs> all three of you were dancing to um, was it Drake? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What Drake song was it again? Um, uh, what's the one? A fake, fake, fake yeah. love. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was nice, man. Okay. So you would say unconditional love? Yeah, just, you know what, just like seeing youth again, it keeps you young. Like, you remember how how you was at their age and just like having, do you know what as well, just having like shared interests. Like me me and my son are super into like geeky, nerdy stuff. Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff, and then my me and my daughter, I've got like a love for music. Yeah, just yeah, just yeah, just being a dad is just cool, man. Enjoy it a lot. Shout out to your kids, man. Mm. Favorite teacher at school? Um, I'm gonna say Mr. Preston. He taught me radio. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm he, I'm indebted to him. Big up to him. Favorite thing to do? Favorite thing to do before you start your shift? Um, croissant and a tea. Okay. <laughs> Well, you were at the Chappelle show. Is he your favorite comedian? I didn't make it. Oh, you didn't I did not it? make it. So I, um, uh, you know what? I, so yeah, I had tickets for it and then I did Tiana Taylor. Uh, I felt like I got, I got to go see the Tiana Taylor show. It was the last show ever in the UK. Tiana she's, Taylor? She's retiring. Is that the one that Janet Jackson was there as well? Yeah. Janet was there, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. It was, it was a lot. Oh. <laughs> that show is interesting. Favorite interview? Um, oh my goodness. Favorite, oh, it's, that's impossible. Um, I'll say the one I was most gassed about, like you, is, yeah, you might even find it on YouTube somewhere, uh, is when I asked, when I interviewed Mr. T. Oh. I love it. <laughs> like, I've interviewed like, I wasn't expecting that. Bear people, like, but I sat with Jay Z, I sat with like, bear people, Janet Jackson, but when, I didn't, I just thought, I was like, oh, yeah, Mr. T's coming in, alright, cool, like, you prepare the interview, but as soon as he walked through the door, I was just like, Mr. T's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, you remember your, your childhood, didn't it? And the 18 aura. 100%. For about a minute and a half, I didn't even say man, anything. Man, like, Mr. T had the 80s on Smash, man. He's, he's he was a, a massive he's star a in the 80s. Yeah, massive he's star. Man. He's the man. Um, the, 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 what else? Oh, favorite color? Blue. Why blue? I don't know. It's like tick from last year. Okay. Yeah. I've got no reason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Favourite male wrestler, favourite female wrestler. Oh, wicked. Uh, favourite male wrestler of all time is Mr. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a current one. Do you have a current favourite wrestler? I don't. I don't think I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I, I think you you realise they're your favourite when, when they're done. Yeah, I think Do you so. know what I'm saying? Um, and female, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. Yeah, I think she's the best. Or Bianca Belair. She might be, she might be coming no, back. No. She might be doing Mandalorian in it season two. She might be coming back to Mandalorian. I'm sure she will. Talking of wrestling, yeah. have you got your thing on the 1st of October? Yeah, yeah, I've got my wow. first wrestling show. <laughs> Thank you, Dominic and Ems. I don't promote this enough, but, um, actually, we put some wrestling music behind it so I can go. Oh, God, what, yeah. what have you got for us? That's not it. 
That is this. This is your, your Hey! Well, on the first of October! Calm down! Calm down! This wasn't the song I was supposed to play. I what is that? I don't know, it's supposed to be this though. That sounded like the littlest hobo, if you remember that show. <laughs> it, it did actually. It did, didn't it? The dog. Maybe it's yeah. Big tree. Big tree. Have you got that in a laptop? If you're no, a bad man, play that. On the 1st of October, Sovereign Pro Wrestling presents First Rain. Come down and see our great wrestlers wrestle. Likes of Simon Miller, Roy Jones, Big Wavy Johnson. There's many more I can't remember on top of my head. But I'll be there, Ryan Skillet, and that's all that matters. Are you gonna take a bomb? Uh, eventually. Sorry, I'm not taking spoilers. Tell them what taking a bomb means. Um, so a bump is when you get involved in wrestling <laughs> and they do a move on you. But that's not gonna be in the first show. We're building, up, we're building up to something. You're building up to something. Yeah, I shut up before I shut your hurricane. Yeah, you're kinda like, um, breaking kayfabe. Honestly though, come down to First Rain Southern Pro Wrestling, 1st of October at the Trinity Sports Centre in Manchester. You won't regret it. Dominique and has got a ticket. I think my boy Daniel Kadu got a ticket. It's my mom's birthday. So he's got a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ace, you definitely will be there. I'm gonna be there, 100%. My whole girl in the back. Talifa, she'll be there, hey. and we're gonna have a boogie woogie, really good time. It's, it's important in life, yeah, yeah, that you have friends that do various different things. One hundred percent. I got a friend that's a barber, yep. one that makes films. Yep. I got a taxi driver friend, and I got a friend that is a wrestling promoter. Thank you so much. Have you got crazy. one? That's, <laughs> I got friends with all walks of life. That's insane. It's crazy, isn't it? Who's got a friend with a really crazy job? Gone. Who's got the craziest job friend mm. job? See, no one's going to you, you make carnival <laughs> costumes. That's crazy in itself. Okay. That's good. But yeah. then I do a cat and I thought just to make it really ethnic. <laughs> She's even <laughs> balancing it out. You do, you do accounting. A cat, you know, like be a doctor, ethnic. do a cat. To make it really ethnic. Yeah. Right. Hey, yo. Back to you. What's going on? Do you guys got any questions for him? Because I'm running out of questions. Do you know what? Favorite ice cream, man. Favorite ice cream. I'm going to go with a Cornetto. Ooh. What mm. flavour though? Mint chocolate chip, please say that. No. no. Uh. Ch- 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 chocolate nut. Mint chocolate chip? No. Chocolate nut. Yeah, that's my thing. Past or present, yeah. favourite soap. I don't watch them anymore, but it's still a big one. Um, yeah, no, EastEnders is good again, you know. You were EastEnders, weren't you? I'm back in it. No, but no, was, was that you in EastEnders? Yeah, I was actually. I was in E20, not actually EastEnders. What's E20? E20 was the EastEnders spin off with the youngsters. BBC3. Do you remember that? remember that it was like it was set on the square it had like cameos from eastenders characters it's how fatboy became a part of eastenders oh the Asian Actually, no brother. no i think fatboy was in it yeah, he was in it he was in it he's mauritians, mauritian yeah. but he was already in eastenders so like they had characters but it was set on the square so do, who did you did you play yourself i played dj ace sick so you play music badly <laughs> what do you mean badly i couldn't i couldn't do i couldn't be me well it was weird there's like yes yeah, so you're just gonna announce i was like yeah cool and then i just couldn't yeah, I was like, like a funny voice I was trying too hard. I don't know. Like, I was trying to be me. Yeah. That don't make sense. Yeah, yeah I was in East End. I want to do more acting though. Uh, okay, are you are you you're are you a lover of TV and film? Aren't I am 100. So, are you good at guessing theme songs? If I was to play you a couple of, alright, let's go. All right, we'll start off with this. You got little typo in there now. Start with this one. Boy, read them again. You are a bad man. I said, if you're a bad man, you're having a trouble. I know you just downloaded it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that program was so good. Uh, oh, it 
Quiero mi
I think my genealogy is sick. So I was so, I was like, look, if I can body Fresh Prince, and because I know I'm going to body it, there's nothing you can ask me about that show and I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm going to body that. So at least I'd have enough of a cushion that I can get a few wrong in my genealogy, innit? So when I got there and I sat down and I was watching everyone, I was like, this is, come on, man. This is my, that trophy is, I knew exactly where the trophy was going. I could see it. <laughs> I was like, that's going to look sick there, like in the studio. Right, I'm going right. to light it. I, I goes, yeah, I had a plan. I was going to tour with the trophy, bro. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to tour. I was going straight to the radio yeah, station. Radio. So then like we get there and I'm just sitting there. I've been, I'm watching, I've been watching Fresh Prince, yeah. No word of a lie for like two weeks straight like just had it on have it on while I'm sleeping because I know I'm going to do this and I don't want to embarrass myself have it on while I'm sleeping when I wake up I have it on in the background while I'm going to work I'm just listening to it I'm, I just want to make sure I've got it down yeah so we sat down yeah and I've done <laughs> so the first round is your specialist subject yeah. so I'm the third person so the fir- first two competitors go and they keep getting a few wrong so their numbers weren't all that I'm like yeah I've got this sit down body Fresh Prince. Yeah, you went in on the Fresh Prince one. Went in, answered every single question right, yeah. sat down. Um, then the next computer up, so I can't remember anyone's name, but she went and she did quite well in her, in her, um, in her specialist subject. So now it's general knowledge time. So they go in order of who's got the best marks from before, yeah? So the first two have gone and their questions are so e- They're asking them questions about motor comedian, oh. Marvel. Like, these are my questions, yeah. fam. They're asking them obvious questions. So I'm like, I'm going to... Bo- I'm like, I can see it. I'm like, what? If they're asking them that, I'm going to body this. Sit in the seat. And my mind just goes blank. It happens though, man. No, but the questions are hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you've got hard questions. But then even the easy questions, I'm yeah, taking yeah, long time. I've got a few, right. What did you? Uh, what when when you watched it back? Which ones? Which ones did you, did I not get them right? No, but I, I was flopping. Right. I don't know what. It I was, was like, I was screaming at the TV. It's like, hey, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're not gonna hear me. Where did you shot that in Ireland? Yeah, I was so disappointed, man. I came third. I came joint last, basically. What theme is this? I have no idea. Makes you cry. This is us. Uh, do you know what? I, I still haven't got into this is us. Uh, I know you got into this one. Of course, man. Are you watching House of Dragons? Not yet. Uh, it's hard. I can't lie to you. Guys, let's be honest. I Do we really hard. want to invest our time in yeah, this? Yeah, I, I think... End badly? No, I don't think it will this time. I think they know they messed up the first time. Also, now. I don't like prequels. I love prequels. I don't. <laughs> I love a local prequel, you know. Do you know what? <laughs> you know what? I watched Better Call Saul. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's decent. That's a great prequel. But because you know where it's going, it's just like, I know the end of the story. Yeah, but that's even better. No, it's not. Some say, oh, so that's how that bit happened. Nah. And that's why that happened. Nah, I like it. <laughs> no? I'm not a fan. What about Stranger Things? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Stranger Things. I like that. This beats hard. Someone needs to wrap up with this. I bet someone has. I don't think anyone has. I think I need to be the first one to do it. Do it. Griselda. Griselda. Oh, I love Rolling this. Rolling phones and fingering designs. No, it's really not. I rap. <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> I lost my sneaker jacket on the way to go to the park. <laughs> All right, so Peter Engel, did you watch the reboot? So okay, talk about this. <laughs> why did you? Why did you do that? Why did you sit already before I even said anything? Yeah, didn't it? Nah, do you know what? I like the reboot. I heard they did like a look, nice tribute episode to Screech. I heard that Listen, That's nice. Like, I like that. When you see, if you watch a trailer or you like even look at the branding of the reboot, it's going to put you off. Yeah. 
give it an episode and a half. I'm telling you, it's actually good. And how, is so it? it's the same number of children. So basically, is it is it still one black person? Is it? No, it's not. There's two black people in the show. Two black people. One black woman. Black woman. One black guy. No. So there's a black guy and a. Is that a black guy and a black? No, there's not. Yeah, yeah. There's a black guy and a black girl, and the main character, the the Zach-ish character, is Latino. She's oh. a Latino oh. female. Zachware, do you know what, you ever, you're not gonna watch it? Fucking no. charts. Where is it? Though? What platform? I, I watched it on. Hey, it's not gonna be real, you, bro. Yeah. Is it Pete Engel still producing it? Listen, it's, it's good, and it's got it's got the same cast. More, it's the same story. Hmm. I used to love. I'm that. I'm I'm not doing that. So. Zach, right, Zach and Kelly. I used to love to sleep by the bell as a child. Tell me give, everything. I'll give you the premise. Yeah. Zach and Kelly <laughs> get married. Zach becomes the governor of of LA. Mm, as in yeah. Zach and Kelly as in back in the day Zach yeah, and Kelly yeah. so they're now in the show as adult as a grown ass people as grown yeah. people yeah and Kelly it's the same Kelly it's the same Kelly so they got married they got married Zach has somehow become the governor he's the governor but what he, you know how Zach was he was scheming and yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. found his way into he kind of was a politician anyway so he found his way into politics yeah and because he's Zach he does various kind of things that have messed up the money and basically because of that the kids in the black schools yeah like the hood Nice. Have to go to the school. Have to go to Bayside. Oh wow! But because what they're doing. See, you know what I'm saying. That's so, and, crazy. And yeah. then Zach and Kelly's son. Yeah, they got a son who mm-hmm. goes to the school, and obviously he's quite privileged. Mm-hmm. But he has to mix with, mix with the ghetto kids now. And then um, Jesse's got a son. She's got. She works at the school as well. And Slater works at the school as well. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, you sounds good in it. Mm-hmm. I give it. A Thank chance. you. I thought she did actually thought this through. They did bring it back. Yeah. But I thought they should have done a Peter Engel cinematic universe. So they should have done a reboot of Saved by the Bell, California Dreams, Ooh. Hang Time. No one rated really California. Guys. You didn't like California. City I loved. Guys I loved. See, you guys was not good. Hang Time was no, decent. See, guys was trash. But, but was I trash. loved California Dreams. Really? But I watched every episode Wild. of that dead show. If I watch it now, I'll be upset. <laughs> you would. It's terrible. Yeah. I love remember Tony? Like... Remember the band? Tony, the black guy in the band. He was the drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was an episode, yeah. They, they, they blatantly took from Dangerous Minds. And they, took, <laughs> and they took from Fresh Prince when Carlton had the gun okay, yeah, yeah. thing. So Tony's, Tony's cousin uh, got from, jumped from or shot. Hood. Yeah, Tony's cousin from the hood. Yeah. Tony's cousin got jumped and shot. And they're like, this and it. So to the point where Tony's not even about it, but he becomes about it. And, and he gets a bat. And, and, and I remember one time, um, <laughs> the band is trying to tell him, no, you know, stay away from that. That's just, you're better than that, Tony. Don't get, don't do it. And then Tony gets a message. No, it wouldn't be in a phone message. It would be in a call. Or yeah. I don't know. No, oh, because they were in that, they used to hang out in that restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony would go and answer the phone, yeah. come back, and he'd be like, what's wrong, Tony? <laughs> My cousin's in hospital, man. <laughs> you can't do this, man. And then, and then they run. They, um, he runs to go and back, back the cousin, yeah? And remember Ricky? Ricky was the one with the jacket, yeah, yeah, the cool yeah, yeah. one. He saves him. No, Ricky goes, Tony, it's not worth it. And he goes, get off me! Like Denzel. Yeah. Get your hands off me! <laughs> get your hands off! It's blatantly like a Denzel oh. ripoff. But yeah. That's a Denzel, that's a Malcolm X. <laughs> I will never forget that. I was like eight, nine watching that. I wonder if that's on YouTube. I'll watch that. that. I'll find it. I'm gonna put it on the group that's chat. That's amazing content. Cat Dog? Do you remember Cat Dog? I hated this. Terrible. But the theme song was hard though. Really bad. I know you remember this one. <laughs> Who's your favourite? Um, Raphael. Yeah, mine. mine What's the yeah. one with the red? Raphael. Yeah. Raphael. Yeah. yeah. What was your favourite, Daniel? You used, you used like Michelangelo on them things there. Wasn't it? <laughs> was it Donatello? Who's the blue one? The blue one. Leo. Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sick. Leonardo. Raphael was sick as well. The one with the um, book thing. You know what's deep? As as a dad, yeah, I've seen about four different versions of the turtles and it all upset me because I remember <laughs> this one I remember this one 
Have you yeah. seen what the songs look like now? And yeah, then there was like a, there was a phase when it was like mad 2D and I weird. Know, was, what know. have they done? I know, they ruined it. Yeah. Do you remember the 1990 film? Yeah. Bro, that film's still hard. That film still bangs today, Classic. you know. You watch Classic. that film yeah, now, yeah, yeah. that's still the Classic. first one, obviously. The second of one was course. terrible with Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. And then the third one when they went Ninja. into Japan. Ninja. Go, go Ninja, go yeah. Ninja, go. Terrible. And then there's the one when in Japan. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. But the first one, yeah. you know the you know the guy who made the first film directed the video for Billie Jean. Go on. Oh serious. Fun fact. Those. Michael Bay. No, I didn't I couldn't do it, man. Good, man. I tried is it good? Yeah, the first, I think the first it's it's watchable. Megan Fox. Yeah, I know. Not a fan? She's always watchable. Yeah, she's very watchable. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, guys, you guys are going back. We need to talk the, about the timing is perfect. <laughs> the timing. Did you like Cry Kid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cry Kid is hard. I didn't watch the new series on Netflix though. That's good. That's, that's very good. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's very good. good. What's it called? Cobra Kai. Um, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Okay, I'm not They've actually that. made it cheesy but good enough yeah. cheese. It's just so got enough cheese that you'll yeah. accept it. Okay. I mean, and bare throwbacks to the originals yeah. as well. Bare throwbacks. Interesting. And they knew it was going to be cheesy, so they were, like leaned uh, into it. Have you been? Looking- and Daniel's the villain, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's the villain. Yeah, yeah. He's been jaded by life. Yeah, by yeah. Hundred percent. Oh, the so they made they, they flipped the script. <laughs> so like, to- you remember the the blonde guy that was yeah, in Cobra Kai? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. kind of like the guy that you want to root. Yeah, he's for. actually the good guy. Yeah, Johnny, you, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny, you root for Johnny. Very yeah. interesting. Watch it. It's good. Um. Before we wrap up, we've got a few minutes left. Did you, are you, are you paying attention to what Disney's doing? The D23 is out last night with the expo. They've announced some video what games. What are the headlines? Well, yesterday didn't really matter. They mentioned some video games. Okay. They mentioned some new, um, animated movies that's coming out. But today is the day we might get to see previously on X-Men. Really? X-Men might be coming. Trailer? To the, well, it won't be a trailer. Okay. It'll just be, they might announce that an X-Men film is coming. Or, to be part of the MCU. MCU, yeah. Mm. Okay. And it's rumours that they might race swap some of the iconic characters. So Charles Xavier might be Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Magneto might be Malcolm X. I mean, <laughs> Magneto might be Denzel Washington. <laughs> Same Who plays Malcolm X. <laughs> right. yeah. Twins. What do you think of that? I don't care about the race swapping. I'm, I'm more concerned about the state of Marvel. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm about to get off the train, man. <laughs> I'm about to get off the train. Yeah, she hope wasn't. Good. It was nah, it wasn't. Good. You know what? She hope was all right. I felt, was, I, I felt it was getting criticized, and I thought oh, it's supposed to be a comedy. But then I watched the last episode, and I was like, "Is that the Megan one?" Yeah, yeah, that one wasn't so bad. But it's just that the last episode that just happened after the Megan. Uh, episode, I, I stopped I, after the Megan episode. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, it's not good. But I feel like Secret War. I feel Secret Wars will be good. Again, it's like it's a hard story to tell. The sequel was could be good, but if I'm gonna have to watch all of these things before I get there mm. to understand it, yeah, they're, lose, they're, really lo- yeah they're losing people when they're doing this. Yeah, stuff like this. man, like I'm still on the train, but I'm I got a foot off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you like to see Denzel as Magneto? How do you think that would work? I don't think Denzel would ever do that, so I don't think we should talk about it. It's not great that with that. It's not great that rumor with. Denzel ain't doing a Marvel movie. <laughs> nah, yeah. You don't think so? Nah. It would literally be Denzel playing Denzel yes, yeah. in Magneto. Nah. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Do you want to see De Niro in a in a Marvel movie? <laughs> nah, seriously, real talk. Would you want to see De Niro or Pacino in a Marvel movie? Brian's like, you've gone too far, mate. Pacino? Because we need to look at Denzel. Pacino? You nah, can't nah, <laughs> Who would a Pacino play? <laughs> you don't want Pacino. Doctor like, Doom. <laughs> You're coming here. You're coming here with all your powers. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I'd watch that. 
Nah, nah. I don't want to see Pacino in no kind of costume. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Denzel in one either. Yeah, You've been oh. in the superhero business so long, you forgot <laughs> to taste the real power. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. You don't do that. Like, no. They no. don't have baggy suits as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 nah, nah. I can see Denzel saying something like, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Who's the, the mutant guy? Who is the most esteemed actor in the Marvel I think you're right. They're not coming. You're right. They're not coming. Who is it? You know, I'd like to see Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Samuel L probably is the biggest in it. Samuel L's, yeah. Samuel, yeah. That's it. He's a bad man, isn't he? Is, yeah. it, is, it, is it falling apart for, for Marvel, do you think? It's just too much content, man. It's way, it's way too, too much. much. And, and, it's you're doing side, and, and you're, that's the thing. And you're doing side characters that nobody cares yeah, about. Yeah, come on, man. Like you can see like Kevin Feige doing all those, hey, coming up in Phase 6 Jubilee, the series. Like, nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> cares. Like, give us much. iconic characters that's and it. only iconic. I don't want to see this side. Jubilee under the bus, you know? No, but no. <laughs> Jubilee's yellow jacket was hard. Though. Yeah, but she's hard. She's within the group of X-Men. You don't want to see a yeah. Solo yeah, Jubilee true. project, and like, they're doing an Echo. Like I don't want to see an Echo series. Yeah. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. They're good. <laughs> at ma- they're good at making those characters relevant. I'm not gonna lie. Like characters that we probably would never have cared about. Like yeah, we, they are yeah, good. They at did doing it with that. Guardians. They did it with you know. They did it so with many. the whole. They've done it with loads of yeah. different people. But it's just too much now. Yeah, I, I agree. It's too much. It's time to just t- t- tone it down. Just give us. This I still this still like, like six films I haven't seen. Which one, what films have you I haven't seen, seen Eternal still. Don't watch that, it's terrible. Um, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen Mrs. Marvel. What, Mrs. What? Miss Marvel? Oh, that's from oh, before, Disney, yeah. There's a few things I haven't seen. Miss Marvel's seen okay, Miss Marvel's alright. There's still a few things that I haven't seen. I would seen. say, have you, you seen Shang-Chi? Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. I would say, the Hawkeye series is alright. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much as everyone else. Yeah. Um, Civil, um, you saw WandaVision, that was hard. That was, that was, sick. that was incredible. Um, Loki, I saw. Loki, I think Loki ended terrible. I think it started off strong and it went a bit. Uh, it's just, too, guys, it's too much content, man. I don't know, only Skillet can remember all this stuff. <laughs> like, you yeah. can't just make movies and TV shows for Skillet because I'm watching things like, <laughs> who's that again? What happened then? I don't understand how that links. Like, and I'll be happy on. to fill in the gaps <laughs> for you, Ace. <laughs> you need to get paid for that, man. I do. I need you a job. I need a new yeah, job if anyone's listening. Put that on Fiverr. I reckon people will pick it up. You know? I, I I'm currently my, unemployed. I'll put, I explain Marvel movies to you. <laughs> Let's, let's pitch something. I'm trying to pitch something with Spotify, with, um, with, 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 with something. But just me and I sit yeah. together. Let's put our brains together and um, soon, as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for coming, my brother. Thank I you love that you joined. You came in time. You smashed it. Just you were about. such a great guest. Uh, we've learned everything about you. Well, not everything. There's so much more you've done that I probably didn't get into. It's but fine. we'll do a part two. Yes, we'll do, we'll do uh, a Ace Story Cinematic Universe. Oh, do you know what? I will be back because there's something that I need to promote for our people in the next few weeks. But we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to talk about that now. No, we'll talk about it. it's just um I, I, yeah we're gonna we're, we're, we'll, we'll come back and talk about. It. Where can people find you on the socials if they want to follow you? Just at DJ Ace on everything, at DJ Ace. I, I say on everything, just Instagram and Twitter. Are you happy of the progression Arsenal's making this season? I am. I mean, I was heartbroken over the day, but... You know what's funny? It is I, what I it said, is. I was at Cardiff this time last week, and we were watching the show together, watching the WWE shots and WWE for flying us over there. Oh. Whatever they did to us, <laughs> and uh, we're watching the show and we're talking about Arsenal in it. And I'm, here's me in it because you know I, I didn't really believe it. But I was like, Arsenal's gonna beat United. What did I say? What did I say? You're like, no, no, no. I was, no, no, they are, they are. Trust me. I knew they would. I knew they would. Like, you know, Arsenal, you're getting me gassed. I said, no, they're gonna win. Man, I beat them three one. No, 
like your team's doing any better. But, but no one can talk. <laughs> I can't talk at the moment because Liverpool exactly. are the worst at the moment. We're worse than Arsenal. Perfect. You're still top of the league, aren't you? Of course we are. You're gonna, and you're going to remain top of the league for a few weeks because they've delayed the Premier League. Right. <laughs> Everton's our next game. You'll be Everton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, so... Yeah, we didn't oh, yeah. be Everton, we drew. Yeah, how was your yeah. Champions League visit this week? Well, we lost in Napoli. Yeah, man. it wasn't nice, was it? Trash. But you know what, I think the break will do as well. Yeah. Dominican Ems, where can people find you on the socials that they want to follow? I was going to make such an inappropriate joke then. Go ahead. That's fine. No, we don't want to do that. No, because they're listening. The the powers that be. We don't want to get beheaded or put in the tower. So you can find me on the socials, Dominican. So D O M I N I C A N E underscore no underscore E M Z. Yep. And can I just say something as well? I've got yeah, of course. Podcast. Yeah. So what's the name of your podcast? Dominican M Show. Come on. So it's going to be again soca, everything that we like to talk about, current affairs, Come everything, on. music, Come everything, on. everything. And shameless plug, I've got Dominican Independence tickets are out on Eventbrite. <laughs> November the 5th Where is that? What the event? Mm. It's at a place called Low Profile Studios in North London Is it open to non-Dominicans? Yeah, come on okay. And we've got an artist What do Dominican women look like? I'm joking And they all look different It's alright Well, yeah. wife at home It's fine it's Exactly That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I was looking at you I'm joking Come And I've got Live from Dominica He actually resides in Guadeloupe I've got an artist coming down His name is Ezra Guadeloupe He is Good looking. And Daniel, you don't have any socials, do you? You want to plug anything? You want to plug? I know you, you only asked a few questions. You know? Just an employed man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you don't want to. I like how we all yet. wear black today. We're all blacked out. Right. I mean, AC win with a grey hoodie, but grey top, not hoodie. <laughs> but but we're all kind of blacked out today. Yeah, I love we're it. All blacked out. Absolutely. All right. This next number is uh, a tribe called Quest. This was requested by my lovely lady Talifa. She's in the building. Hey. Um, this is Skillet's World. Thank you, DJ Ace. Thank you, Dominican S. Thank you, Daniel Kudua. Thank you, Talifa. Thank you, The iLive UK. Thank you to Tim Peace, who sponsors every episode, every week. Shout out to Tim oh, Peace all day. Perfect. Radio. I'm stressed out right now, so this song is fitting. Sorry, that's not funny. I need employment. <laughs> this is Skillet's World. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, vamos, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're, yeah, you'll hate me anyway. Yeah. No, I'm joking, I'm just being an idiot. Quest, let's go. You ain't one to complain with the stings in the game. What's your name? Consequence, I'm tight, burnt like flames. And why is that? American dream, they got this ghetto kid in the fiend. Don't stress that, cause it's not in your bloodstream, your whole being. Comes from greatness, you remember. Takes all, got you caught in the storms of December. And brothers on the block, back in nines like September. Change the situation, check it. all slender. Yo, I be on the avenue where they be acting brand new. I'm flooding on these V-Block joints for shorty boo. All of a sudden, I saw these two kids fronting. Talking out they joints, but they wasn't saying nothing. My hand was on my coolie, they was acting unruly. Say word. word up, yo, I was tight caught up. But I swallow my pride to let that nonsense ride. Because the positive, it seems that negative vibe. At the dice game, making these cats look silly. Slamming, steady running off at the willy. I have my cash with my rent, loop with my play doh. I gotta see so these all my girls I blow. Took them shits in my palm, let them hit the flow. Kept my eyeballs focused for them pigs, popo. I got to go on the app, see my parole by four. But I gotta steady freak these boys like JoJo. And I was doing it till I met Ice Spike. The mic one roll, they have my pocket surfier than Sprite. Yo, I know the feeling when you feeling like you feeling, you be having good thoughts, but the evils. Revealing in the stresses of life can take you off the right path. Yeah. Jealousy and envy tends to infiltrate the staff. We gotta hold it in so we can move.
move on past all adversities so we can get through fast. Changing the way you listen to music on the radio. Are you looking for that feel-good music? The kind of music that makes you want to share with your friends? Then you've been looking for iLive Radio, your number one source for music lovers worldwide. Playing a variety of hits from soul, reggae, gospel, jazz, hip-hop, funk, and everything in between. Download the iLive Radio app now and listen to us when you're on the go. Available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. You can also listen live on TuneIn and Alexa. iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. iLive UK and Independent Hype presents Soul Fest Lounge UK First Anniversary Celebration, Wednesday the 21st of September, being held at the Night Owl, Five Station Place, Finsbury Park, London, N42DH. Join us as we celebrate one year of the Soul Fest Lounge UK, highlighting upcoming independent artists and musicians in our open mic sessions, all backed by a live band. With specially invited guests on the night and sounds of universal love, you'll be in for a musical treat. Doors open from 8 p.m. Tickets are available from Eventbrite. More on the door. For more information, visit iliveuk.com forward slash events. Soul Fest Lounge UK first anniversary celebration. This will be a night to remember. This is Special K, representing for Mixmaster J on iLive Radio UK. On the award-winning show, Reggae Drive Time, Monday to Thursday, playing you the hottest reggae and dancehall flavors. Pressure the Mixmaster J. Pressure the This is Zims, and I'm inviting you to join me for choir practice every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on iLive UK. 
where our practice will be bringing you music from a variety of groups, choirs and solo artists, everything from Mississippi Mass Choir to House Gospel Choir. So join me Mondays 6 to 8pm on iLive UK. 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 UK